classic. Ashiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my years of experience as a licensed massage therapist. The advice and information given are intended for educational and informational purposes only. While the advice and information provided may be useful to those with and without specific health conditions, the information provided is not intended to be a substitute for medical treatment. Please consult your medical care provider before acting on any information presented here. Thank you. Oh, hi. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back, actually. I appreciate you for that. Sorry it's taken so long, but if you haven't noticed, there's a shit show happening in the United States of America right now. Uh, People have lost their minds and don't want us to play outside for the rest of the year, apparently. Uh, There still isn't justice for Breonna Taylor. Uh, There's still a whole race war happening. There is a pandemic still happening that people are pretending isn't happening. So between signing petitions, having uncomfortable conversations, meditating and minding my business, I must say it's been a little difficult to try and spread love and light on the airwaves, but I'm back. And again, I appreciate you for showing up to hear me out. Thank you. Anyway, enough about me. How are you? No, how are you really? It always bothered me when people would say, good morning, how are you? And didn't really want to hear what I had to say after that, because why'd they ask? Just say good morning. Don't even ask how I'm doing if you don't want to hear it. So know that I really am genuinely concerned when I ask how are you, and I actually do care about it. I care about that response, because I want to try and help you fix it if you're not, like, good, you know? So I feel like the answer I get to that question lately has been tired. Everybody's tired, physically and mentally. So if your response was tired, rest. Rest and hydration are of utmost importance in the middle of this shit show. And if you're not resting, ask yourself why you're not getting good rest. Are you on your phone all day? Are you not addressing those demons on the side of your bed at three in the morning? Maybe you're smoking a sativa instead of an indica before bed. That ain't the rule. So here's a good way to remember that. A sativa before bed is like drop dead Fred. Do you remember that movie? It came out in the 90s. I watched it fairly recently and it was still just as funny, if not funnier now, because there's like mental health components and stuff that I was like, oh yeah, I can see why this was a thing. It makes sense. Well, it is a lovely day for it. But anyway, Drop Dead Fred was this girl's imaginary friend and he caused chaos all the time, but it was like her coping mechanism. Anyway, check it out as an adult. You might appreciate it again, but a sativa has your brain doing Drop Dead Fred things when it should be resting. Don't get me wrong. Drop Dead Fred was creative, but time and a place. Between drinking your water, which I hope you're doing as well. If not, this is your reminder right now. Drinking your water and getting adequate rest. I mean, those are like the foundations for enhancing your superpowers. Meditation's up there too, but not everybody's there yet. So, you know, we can start with the baby steps, rest and water. If you're not doing both of those, let's figure out how we can make that happen. Perhaps this is a good plug for when I say that Reiki is a great way to ensure some better sleep. 
massage therapy if you are still okay getting a massage right now some people are a little iffy about that understandable access bars is another thing that I got training in in December so if you're not in South Carolina and you are interested in having insomnia you can find a practitioner in your area on accessconsciousness.com or use your Google of course but you knew that already duh but access bars is great if you're having difficulty sleeping I'll discuss it on another episode in further detail, but today I wanted to focus on the story from a guest. So on the last episode, uh, one of the questions that I mentioned I'll be bringing up often is, what's your medicine? And my choice is energy healing. Like I said, I put that shit on everything. And the guest I have today, his medicine happens to be food, which many of you out there listening that's also your choice, which is a great one. I'm not into it, trying to get there, but I appreciate it. I, I accept its value. I know it brings a lot to the table. No pun intended or pun, whatever. But you don't have to have a major in biology to know that McDonald's makes you feel one way and eating fresh green things makes you feel another. What I have found interesting is there's been times that my body craves, you know, certain fruits or vegetables, and then magically on Instagram or the internet or something, an infographic pops up like, oh, these are the benefits of this fruit or this vegetable. I'm like, oh, that's why my body was craving it at the time. I'm sure everybody's listening, you know, Big Brother and whatnot, and that's how they connected the dots for me. But anyway, a lot of things will give you answers if you listen and pay attention. There are literally signs everywhere. Anyway, let's jump into this conversation with an urban legend, Randy, about food medicine. Are we the same age? I'm probably a little older. Like a year older, maybe? No, I'm 39. Oh, no, you're a few years older than me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's rewind. Okay. I don't know how long ago I fake known you. It's when Twitter was jumping before. Yeah, at least okay. at least three years. At least okay. 10 years. And I remember, like, I guess you moved at some point. And then later down the line, I was like, oh, look. Randy's lost all this weight. Like he's, he's taking care of himself. He's getting it together. Good for him. But that wasn't really the case. Yeah, that was that was wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> what um what happened? So what happened? So I lost a lot of weight. So I, I I'll rewind a little bit before that. So to know like my story, like I always thought I was like a healthy person. Like um my parents they were like vegetarian, so I grew up not eating like red meat. Um, I still ate chicken and fish, but they were like straight vegetarians. So I grew up like that, you know, always worked out, um, tried to stay in shape, took my vitamins. So I always felt like, you know, I'm good. Like I'm, I ain't, I'm not going to be sick. I'm, I'm cool. Um, so 2013 stuff started happening. So, um, I think like the first like symptom that I had, I just had like a, a tingle down my left arm. Mm-hmm. I started, like, oh, maybe I slept my arm bad or something like that. Um, but that tingle it lasted a couple of days, and I was like, "Yo, this, this is weird." Um, and then from is there, anything like a massage or? Yeah. I didn't. Okay. I, I did probably. I probably should have. Okay. But um, wasn't thinking about a massage. Just try to, you know, it'll it'll go away. It'll be normal eventually. Um, and then yeah, a couple of days after that, it was I had lost like feeling like in my legs, like in my feet. It was like numb, and I didn't know why. And then you I woke up after, like that. Yeah, just woke up like my feet was just, I just couldn't feel it. Just like, I, I'm like, something weird, something going on. I got to get checked out at some point. 
and I probably waited like another day and like the whole left side of my body was just like numb. I couldn't feel anything. Um, from from my my legs up to my arms, it just I had no feeling in just in the left side of my body. There, the doctor was like, um, they ran some tests and they was like, yeah, we think you had a stroke. And I'm like, I ain't have no stroke, man. You tripping? <laughs> right, because young right? people can't have strokes. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But, but they can. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I ain't trying to hear that. But all right, cool. Um, but he's like, told me like, go, go um to another doctor, do some more tests, and see if they tell me whatever. But that might be the case. Like, you might have had a stroke. Um, so I'm like, all right, cool. I got to figure out something because you know some obviously wrong with my body. Um, so from there, I probably was trying to look into finding what doctor to go to. And like the next morning I woke up and I just felt like I had a, like water was rushing down my body. That's what it felt like to me. <laughs> and so I ran to the emergency room and it's like, hey, there's water rushing down my body. And it was like, oh, okay, um, we're gonna run some tests on you. So they ran some tests. And um, they came back and was like, um, yeah, go see a, another doctor. And they let me go. I was like, yo, I got water rushing through my body. Were you, were you hot? What do you mean water? Like, was it sweat? That's what it felt like. It okay. just felt like, I just had like, now looking back, it was just basically like my, my nerve system was going crazy. Mm -hmm. So I had a sensation that felt like water was rushing through my body when it wasn't. Right. Right. So, I mean, the doctors that I went to at the hospital, like, they knew that. They, they saw they saw me as like okay this guy doesn't have insurance and um he's talking about some water rushing down his body we gonna send him somewhere else and so that's basically what they did they didn't and say I, that it could be nerve related no nah, they didn't tell me that none of that okay. it's let me go and i was like dang that's crazy i gotta find somewhere else to go and um so yeah so i, I eventually i found an, another doctor and this doctor ran some tests and at the time I, I figured it out I got some insurance and went went to the doctor got checked out again and um so I went to the doctor and she did some basic like tests on me and she was like um you have apparently like the symptoms for multiple sclerosis MS and I was like wow really she's like yeah you do and um we can get you checked out you're gonna need a um MRI but we can get you in maybe like a week and um, we'll, we'll we'll let you know for sure if that's you know exactly what you have. Was that on your radar when like the stuff was going on with your nerves? Was that something that you looked up and maybe started self-diagnosing? No. Like maybe that's what it is. Like so, my mother she she helped me kind of like look and see what it might be. So she had mentioned it to me, but mm -hmm. still, you know, I'm young. I feel like what? How am I gonna have MS? You know, you know, I'm a young I'm a young healthy guy. Like young people don't get any of these things. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, so I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't believing it. So when she told me that, it was just like, my world stopped. It was like, you could have told me, like, it felt like she told me I had cancer. Right. I, you know, I was shook. Um, but yeah, so she, she was like, she signed me up for an MRI. And I'm going to tell you, so even from that point, I still didn't want to believe that I had MS. Even so, though the doctor said, this is your diagnosis, here's the MRI, it still didn't register. It didn't. But she told me, she said, I can have the MRI to know for sure. And I was like, nah, I got it. Let me try. Let me get a second opinion. So I'm going to tell you what I did. I went to a chiropractor. 
and the chiropractor told me I had like a slip disc in my neck or something. And I was like, yeah, I knew, I knew it was something else. I right, knew it was. Right, right. I knew but it you was didn't get a massage, but the chiropractor the had chiropractor, it. <laughs> chiropractor, I said, yeah, let me go start getting these sessions. She'll get me back to normal. So I started going to the chiropractor. You know, just uh, it was cool. In my mind, I'm telling myself, like, yeah, I'm starting to feel better at this chiropractor. But it really wasn't. I was, I was psyching myself out. Um, so were you on any medications at that time? At the time, no, I wasn't. Okay. Um, and then I still, like, I was trying other stuff as well, too. So I ended up going to, uh, I got ac- acupuncture. I tried that. Um, I got my colon cleaned to try something else. I like, something's going to work. I'm not trying to hit this MS thing. But, um, yes, yeah, so I was trying all of that stuff. I was going to the chiro- chiropractor. I'm trying to tell myself that I'm getting better when I really wasn't. And my symptoms just started getting worse and worse. So I go from having like numbness in the left side of my body. Um, now I'm having like, I'm starting to have like blurred vision and I feel like I wake up in the morning and I feel like I'm going blind. Um, having like, um, it's like a lot of pain, like in my back and my spine. I'm having like bladder control problems. I'm having balance problems. I'm falling down in the house i'm like yo something is seriously going on so were you um, still able to work during all of this like were you still yeah i'm working functioning? i'm working i'm having meetings conference calls and now i'm i'm having like startling issues and slurred speech and stuff like that so it's all kind of something going on my body's basically going haywire um so at that point i'm like okay i might really need to go ahead and get this mri and see what's going on um, but, uh, so yeah, so I, I was scheduled the MRI and had, you know, taken a little time to get back in there since I canceled the first one. Right. I didn't want <laughs> to hear it. Yeah. I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up, ended up going out of town. I had to go to Charleston with something going on. Um, so I was in Charleston and I'm starting to have these like really bad spasms. So my muscle arm, spasms? Like, yeah, my, and my left arm is just locking up. It's like that's probably like the the worst of the MS pain that I'm having at this point. So my arms are locking up, and I'm like, yo, this is you know, this is getting really crazy, really serious. Um, so now I'm having spasms, and then I was like, they were getting so bad, I was like, yo, I gotta go to the doctor again. I gotta go back to the hospital like right now. So I ended up going to um, I think it was MUSC, mm-hmm. um, emergency room, and I just ended up sitting in the emergency room for like four hours, and nobody call my name and I was like, yo, I'm just, I'm just, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm not about to sit in and just die in this emergency waiting room. And so I, I left, but um, in Charleston, so MUSC and then I think it's Roper Hospital, like right next door. My mom, my mom and dad with me, put me at this point. So they're like, let's go get a Roper before we just go back home since you have these crazy spasms. So I go with Roper and nobody's in Roper. Like they, they rolled me right into a room. I didn't have to wait enough. I'm like, okay, that's crazy. But I did that, and they checked me out. And again, they tell me, you you might have MS. And I was like, wow, people keep on telling me that. You, y'all might be right. Okay, I got you might need to start listening. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, exactly. So uh, so at that point, since I'm in Charleston, I'm like, okay, I got to take this MS thing seriously. And uh, when I go back to Atlanta, I'm going to go ahead and get the MRI done. Um, so maybe I spent a night in the hospital, left. And then I went home and now I'm having 
spasms, bad in my arm and my leg. And it's to the point the that I, can't, I still, I can't even control these, uh, I can't even control these spasms. It's going crazy. So they called the EMS for me. So now the next day I'm in the EMS headed back to Roper Hospital. I get there and it's like, okay, we can't wait. We're going to go ahead and do this uh, MRI. Um, so yeah, so I, I got the MRI done at Roper Hospital and they said, yes, you have MS. And I was like, okay. So now I believe <laughs> Yeah. Like, all right, all right, all right, okay, I'll take it seriously now. Um, yeah, so I, I spent a couple of days in the hospital at um at Roper. They gave me like some steroids to like calm the spasms and stuff that I was having. Mm -hmm. And um, I set up an appointment for a neurologist when I got back to Atlanta. Went to a neurologist and they told me, hey, uh, you know, you're diagnosed with MS. Here are the drugs you can take. They have side effects. Probably one of the most uh the, the side effect um that you probably have the most is like flu-like symptoms um, from giving yourself injections. Yeah, you get injections thing every like couple days and you probably have flu-like symptoms, but it will suppress the disease or the, the MS symptoms and everything. Um, I just thought to myself, like, who wants to have flu-like symptoms every day? You know, like, it has to be another option. And they were like, no, we don't, we don't have another option. We don't know what causes it. Um, we don't have a cure, but, uh, you take these injections, um, could be all right. And uh, for me, that just wasn't good enough. And so uh, what ended up happening, uh, I left from the neurologist. I'm like, none of these doctors know what they're talking about. The neurologist, they don't know what they're talking about. And I was like, it's got to. You did. <laughs> I was like, nah. I was, you know, going back to my parents, like I said, like they vegetarians and stuff. So they always were like, they were big on like natural remedies, natural medicine. They're like, we want to find something different. And so um, we ended up getting a recommendation from one of, one of my mother's friends. And she uh, she had this program that she's done. And a couple of her uh, friends have done called Symptometry. And they said they had good results from using this uh, program so called Symptometry, which is a more natural route. Um, they kind of changed their diet and stuff like that. And she's like, just give them a call and see what they tell you. And um, I call the doctor. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm having these MS symptoms. And um, somebody told me to give you a call. And I'll just... I'm asking, what can you do for me? And um, he was like, yeah, we can work with you. He's like, the first thing you need to do, like, stop eating nuts. And I'm like, what do you mean, stop eating nuts? Like, how do you even know? How do you even know that I, like, I, I eat nuts like that? And I, and I really did, like, so, like, cashews and, like, peanuts, I would eat them, like, heavily, like, all the time. And um, he was like, yeah, we've, we've noticed that people that have um, these MS symptoms, they, they're big nut eaters. And um, with nuts, it kind of, it breaks down into your body where it doesn't digest properly and you get these different symptoms from eating like too many, too much nuts. Um, he said, so stop eating nuts as well as stop eating uh, corn. And um, same thing with corn. I, I love corn, but he's like corn also, it causes a lot of problems in your body. It's hard to break down. And um, so that's something else to stay away from. He's like, you know, go ahead and do that. Uh, we'll get on it. And um, we're going to be sending you some stuff in the mail. We'll be in contact. And that's what they did. Like they, uh, it's like some natural remedies that they send in the mail, and as well as there's a like program. Where it's, it's it's it wasn't like herbal. It's it's something else. It's more like I don't even. I still to this day I don't even know what it is. I just know it worked. <laughs> so yeah, so I started taking these uh these these uh natural supplements that they sent me, as well as like a big change to my diet. So they cut out a lot of things that I was eating. So. Um, meat wise, like make sure that you eat like all natural meats. Like you said, still don't eat any red meat. You can eat chicken and fish, but make sure you're eating um, all natural or just no steroids. 
you know, nationally raised. So he can do that as well as um like poultry, so turkey, and then it was like um you can do like lamb and bison, like those type of meats. They're real uh, healthy for you, so you can do those type of meats. But he said, other than that, like, um, don't just, you know, kind of stay away from eat meat. And still only eat, a, like, a, a small portion of it. And then um, and then for vegetables, they're like, when you eat vegetables, make sure you cook them. Like, don't eat them raw. But, like, when you eat them raw, it's just hard to digest for the body, and you get certain symptoms from that. And certain fruits, he's like, stay away from all fruits except for pineapples, um, melons, and papayas, mangoes. And bananas. He's like, anything else? Don't eat it. Too much sugar in them? Too much sugar. They never told me exactly why. Except but you were going to listen. I listened. You got it. Yes. They did, they did say it for like, um, so like oranges and, and grapefruit and, and fruits like that. It's like they have citric acid. And they're like, citric acid is not good for the body. So just stay away from those. So I'm like, this sound better than having flu like symptoms. So I'm going to listen to these guys and see what happens. And another thing that the, the guy told me the first time I talked, he was like, yo, um, you have any symptoms, but you're going to get better. Like, we're here for you. We're going to work with you. You're going to be all right. And that was the first doctor that said anything like that to me. Yeah. So, you know, this this is from me to the chiropractor, all these other doctors. Nobody said that we're going to take this is the only doctor from um, the doctor from St. Thomas Reed. This is Dr. Charles Abbott. Um, yeah, told me that, and I was like, something to my spirit, and that's what I did. So I stuck to the program, um, and then when I started, I was just having like major symptoms. So I'm having like like maybe like two dozen like symptoms of MS. I'm in a MS flare when I'm starting this, but um, I stuck to it. Probably took like a month before I started seeing. Um, and at that point, I was like, okay, I can hold my bladder now. Stuff is starting to work, you know, and I'm having inflammation of the spine. And I'm, but slowly as I'm dedicating to this program, just over the period of so it started in like May 2013. Yeah, so May 2013, that's when I got diagnosed with MS. Um, I went through the program, and so maybe by the time uh, like December 2000, um, January 2014, like I was really, I started feeling like a lot better. Like I was over most of my symptoms. Um, I, at, at one point, I, I like, stop going to work i was pretty much like like almost like bedridden like i just had so much pain that i was in like, i couldn't really do much i didn't really go nowhere you had the house like chilling interact with them yeah yeah i couldn't wait like you said like i probably lost like 40 pounds and um but yeah the, this this going this this alternative route of St. thomas Street, working with these doctors they were able to to get me back on my feet yeah so by by january 2014 i'm back to work i'm feeling better I'm dedicated to this program, and like I said to this day, like I still follow like the diet plan that they put me on. For that, I don't eat too much meat, certain fruits, and and it's, it's works for me. You said you started the program in 2014, and since that, you haven't had. I haven't gone back to a doctor or a neurologist. You haven't been back to a doctor since you started. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. And I, I would say I'm not. I'm not 100 back to normal, but I'm like a good like 90 percent. Good ninety five percent. When you were um, probably, what were you before? Like during the worst of it. The the worst, yeah, the worst. I was I was when you were in the thick of it, the worst of it. Because you're at ninety percent now. What were you like barely functioning at then? It was really I was really bad. I was really down bad. Um, like I just had so many symptoms and so many things I was going through at that point. Um, yeah, I was I was working. I was almost like almost like bedridden. Um, and it just. If I didn't, I, I feel like if I didn't like dedicate myself to 
like I probably would have just ended up on the farmer's drugs and I don't know if I would have ever like recovered to the point that I am right now. Like I'm back to normal. Like I'm back in the gym, playing ball, you know, out in the club when the club is open, <laughs> back to being me, you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, like I totally like changed my lifestyle. Like I stopped drinking and, you know, I try to get as much rest as, you know, how the culture is. Like we, we think like, we're thinking like I'm invested. Like I'm, you know, I don't have MS, you know? And that's, you know, that's when you, you, you drink as much as you want. You're not getting rest like you're supposed to. Stuff like I had to change all of that. I'm trying to get my, my Say it again. That just worsened things, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Again, I'm trying to, I'm trying to grind. I'm trying to, like, I can't do that no more. Yeah. I got to take care of my body. So it really, it really changed. My lifestyle has totally changed. But um, but like I said, it's work. I've stick with it. I stuck with it. So now the only symptom I really have, like I have like tingling sometimes in my lower, my body. Mm-hmm. And sometimes pain or like my legs sometimes. Um, but like I said, it doesn't stop me just like, just yeah, living a record. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All the rest of those symptoms, they're gone. Um, so even like one thing having like a lesion in your body, like a, it's like the disease in your body, like I could feel it. So I noticed it was like really bad. I could feel it, like the irritation to it. But mm-hmm. over time, like I felt it just disappeared. And I was like, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. Like your body's able to heal itself if you allow your body to heal itself. Right. And, and don't ignore, <laughs> you actually address it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, to the point where I've become a, a advocate for health and wellness. Um, I know you've been you've been to a, an event of mine that I've done in Colombia, and I try to support in Colombia or in the South that speak about these type of health issues in our community. Um, me and my family, I support her. We have an um, organization called um, Crowning Lupus, mm-hmm. just trying to bring awareness to autoimmune disease in the in the community and just options. Like you don't have to go to the doctor and you know, get on their medic giving you this this poison. Um, it's not allowing people to heal. They're just telling you you can't get back to the things that you can do. And um say I'm 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 good. I'm good. Yeah, to this day I don't say that I have MS. I say I was diagnosed with it. I have like I have a thing I want to tell myself. So you mentioned your advocacy programs. What are you involved in? How can people reach out? Oh I don't have Did you okay. think about starting your own support group of some sort? I did. I, th- I thought about it. I just never went that route for um for that reason. I think part of it is because of, like I don't want to feel like like I said before, like I have MS, so I don't want to walk that road of saying like, hey, you know, never wanted to do that. But I still like awareness to it. But for whatever reason, it just I don't I don't think I want to start an MS foundation. Does that, that make sense? Do I sound crazy? No, it makes sense. But I think it's still um a good thing to share your knowledge with people. Um, mm-hmm because a lot of people don't know these options. And uh-huh. when they're seeking alternative treatments, they don't, they don't know where to start. And I think to have right. awareness groups or you know, some sort of awareness events, you know, people start seeing people that, people that look like them and they're like, wait a minute, they might know something that I don't know and maybe I need to go mm-hmm. to it and hear some information. Right. No, you're right. Um, so like right now, like I'm like an urban legend my, my my people and stuff like that. So my, my parents would be like, yeah, my son, he was diagnosed with MS. He got better and you should give him a call. Cause I, so I end up being diagnosed with MS and I tell them, tell them about an alternative route they can go, go down if they want to choose to do that. 
And um, so, yeah, I still talk to people all the time. I still advocate for optometry and, and these different alternative ways of getting treatment. Um, so I still like, I'm still like a firm believer of not having to go the traditional um, pharmaceutical route. Actually, I had, a, I had a cousin I talked to, like, he just got diagnosed with MS. And I told her the same thing that the daughter told me, like, yo, you doctors want to tell you they don't have a cure. Like, you can figure out a way to get better. Mm -hmm. um, if, you, if you believe it, if you're willing to try something different, what well, they tell you, you, you'll be okay. Um, so I still, I talk to people all the time. I just never set up my own foundation. Just never just took that step. Um, but I just try to advocate as much as I can. Um, for those that are listening, if they want to reach out to you with some questions, could they? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You can find okay. me. I ain't hard to find. Okay. How could they find you? Uh, I guess it's uh, Randy Roper on Instagram. Randy underscore Roper. You get Randy underscore Roper. Yeah, that's that's basically that's that's me. I'm actually I, I wrote an article kind of the, this, this uh my endless diagnosis diagnosis and what I went through on my website randyroper.com as well. Look that up. You just find a way to get in contact with. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story too. There's there's so many people that could benefit from this. And I think we're taught at a young age, you get sick, you go to the doctor, they have the answers. Mm -hmm. It's not always the case. Like we need to be taught to like listen to our bodies. Yes. Cause yeah. we know, like they don't, they're not in our bodies. They know things, but they're not in our bodies. Yeah, they, they don't know what causes it and they don't have a cure for it. So they don't have a whole lot of answers. Right. They, they, have, they, have, a pill. they have a pill they can put you on. You yeah. Know? There's always a pill. You can pay for it. You can still get their money, but... Thank you for joining me on Who Call yeah. Thanks for sharing your story. And I apologize for this bad reception, but I do thank you for just wanting to hear more about my story and what I went through. Thanks again, Randy, for sharing your story. And if you are a listener out there that wants to share your story of how an alternative therapy changed your life, or maybe you have a relative or a friend who had their life changed with an alternative therapy, shoot me an email who you call in holistic at gmail.com who you call in holistic at gmail.com here's today's af hmm. I like the way that sounds sounds good when i say it i'm feeling magical as fuck i am in the flow I am not worried about the future for whatever reason, as much as I should be freaking out, I feel like I'm really okay with it. I'm very hopeful about what's to come this year. I'm hopeful about what it's going to bring about through all of us next year. And I feel like that's kind of where you have to be right now, because what, else, what other option do you have just to be miserable about it and not have any hope? I think I'll go with option A. Also, my dreams have just been very vivid lately. Have yours? Like, have you just been having these wild dreams that you remembered, like, very crisp details of? I haven't had those kind of dreams in forever, but I'm remembering lots of things and <laughs> receiving lots of messages. I don't know if I sound crazy to some people or if um, everybody else listening is also having these dreams and they're also crazy with me. I'll take either one. It's fine. Here we go again. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. Just do me this one small favor and don't believe everything you think. I know it sounds very easy, uh, but with quarantining and pandemicing still underway and the things that we ingest watching the news and the things that we see 
on social media when we scroll, it's easy to get consumed with other people's thoughts and other people's ideas. And you just have to remind yourself that you can't believe everything that you think about those. A lot of the ideas and beliefs that we have now were taught. And I know I'm just coming to a place where I'm really developing my own ideas and my own beliefs and I'm comfortable sharing that now, but it took a while to not believe everything I think. And I still have to kind of challenge myself with that regularly. I know for myself, the more I master not believing everything I think, the more magical I feel. Or um, it could also be my experience with shrooms. We'll get into that next episode. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Remember to meditate and hydrate.